Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, the podcast where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer, coming to you from my spare room at home. And I'm Patty Marbury, coming to you from my dining room. (laughs) This is the new world we're working in. We're working remotely, just like all the rest of you are probably. And um, because we are working remotely, you'll definitely notice a change in the audio. I'm recording from my side, but we are not so fancy as to have um, recording studios in our houses or anything. So Patty is uh, coming through on the speaker. So if you notice any difference, that's what that is. Um, We are glad, though, to come back together and actually see one another. We're on Zoom, so I can actually see Patty, and I didn't realize how much I'd missed you, Patty. Hey. (laughs) And I'm sure a lot of you are in that same boat where you're feeling just a little bit isolated, maybe, and definitely things are odd because um, not only are we working in different ways and in different places, but just in general, um, our lives have been a little upended by all of this, some of us to greater degrees than others. Um, hopefully, you and your family are all well, but definitely it's a time where things are changing quickly. Yeah. And Patty and yeah. I have even talked a little bit about how just some of the small changes, personally, have taken their toll on the way that we feel day to day. Yeah, I think we're going to be talking about some of this today yes. on our podcast. Yep, yeah, that's... Kind of how to deal with That's the point of today's conversation is um, both in your your own self and in the way that you work, how to deal with this new situation that we find ourselves in. So we've got some really helpful things, hopefully, for you today um, from some resources that we've gathered up for you about telecommuting and communicating um, as you work with your team remotely, and then just some bigger picture things that Patty pulled together from one of her favorite folks, Marcus Buckingham. Yeah. So let's jump in with that, Patty. Tell me a little bit more about this piece from Marcus Buckingham that you shared with. Yeah, let's yeah. start with that. It's really okay, good. So, uh, yeah, Marcus Buckingham is an author and uh, kind of a, I guess I'd call him a leadership guru or expert. Um, he is, if, you, if you've ever heard of or familiar with the, um, the idea of using your strengths, oh, or right, right, in right. particular the strengths finder, is an assessment he's done. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of founder of that, or the person who's kind of, that's his, that's his work. He's been the person who's um, created that, wrote about that, kind of developed all the assessments and... Um, that that's his thing is is using your strengths at work um, and in life, not just at work. But so he he's one of my favorite authors, uh, leadership authors that is, or or nonfiction authors. Um, and he has, is now giving out a or putting um, together a daily. I don't know if he does it on Instagram or Facebook or. But he sends it out by if you belong to his email list. But the first day he sent out something, the first day that kind of all this really 
staying stay at home, work from home started. He sent out something. Um, there was a video, a video that he developed or that he just videoed himself doing um, this. He called it the the uh, if you leave people, do these five things is what he said. But and I watched it and I thought it was great. I thought the content was really good, but not just if you leave people, but if you're, even if you're not a manager of people. Right. We and all so kind of I lead in our own ways. Talk about. Yeah. What? We all kind of yeah. lead in yeah, our own definitely. ways. Yeah. Yeah. But even, even if you're, even if you don't think of yourself that way, I just felt like these, some of the things that he talked about are really, really important to um, think about as you're you know, changing the way that you're working and working from home and how to, how to not be feeling so isolated. And so I thought we should talk about that. Um, yes. And I'll link so, to that actual um, resource that you mentioned down in the show notes. So I, folks can go yeah. and see him talk about this as well. Yeah. And so some of the things he specifically talked about really are geared more toward managers, but, um, and so we'll talk about those, but one of the things he talks about is um, building your team virtually. And so he talks about how people are working remotely and we, and it's one of the things that we need to um, think about as far as the future and that working remotely doesn't necessarily mean that you're not engaged. Yes. And so think about the ways that you can engage your team um, even if you're not seeing each other every day. And you know, and it, so, it's funny that we've, yeah. I think we've kind of seen that even like even just so far in the last week or so because we've been trying so hard to connect with one another and we've been on yeah. Zoom and really checking in with one another a lot. It's felt oddly yeah. closer this week in some ways than it has when we've all been co-located. Right, I agree. We, we were talking earlier about how I feel like I have to find, and maybe this is a tip, <laughs> that I feel like I have to t- find time on my calendar now to have lunch <laughs> yeah. or to take a break or to take a walk or to go for a run or something like that just because I feel like I have more meetings and more connection now than I did when I was in the office. And so um, and so that's just something to, to kind of keep in mind that you may have to, if you find your schedule has changed like that, you may really have to block off some time so that you just kind of keep your sanity. Yeah. And, and so that's one thing, but yeah, go ahead, Brandy. We, yeah, sorry that for the audience that will um, talk over each other a little bit. It's the nature of conference calls, right? I'll try to raise yeah. my hand on video so you can see me instead of just jumping in there. But the we have talked a little bit about how you know, you don't have transit time. You don't, you just go from one Zoom call to the next Zoom call and it can get a little overwhelming. And I think for those, those of us that worry that we might be seen as not as productive as we could be when we're working remotely, we kind of kick things into hyperdrive and get a little too focused on doing yeah. more than we even would yeah. normally. So it, it can really yeah. be a trap that you fall into. And when it's yeah. just as easy because your computer's at your dining room table to keep working on stuff past the time you normally would have quit, it can get even more True. tangled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he doesn't really talk 
Cunningham, that is, doesn't really talk about what we just were talking about in his, but he talks about, uh, in his video, but he talks about the fact of that, I like, I like how he says, team is not a place that you go to physically. It's a place, it's a feeling you have in your head and in your heart. So, um, so just thinking about it that way, that, that when you're building your team or you're working with your team or trying to create team dynamics, um, you can do that easily on um, using Zoom and work and everybody not being physically together. So um, he doesn't also talk about, I don't think he does um, talk about the actual tools to use, but just remembering that you can get connected in a number of different ways. And so yeah. I like that. And he also talks about how you can actually become more engaged because you do have a little bit more flexibility. And because you can send memes now. <laughs> yeah, to keep each other happy. Exactly. Here's here's a, yeah. is it GIF or GIF? <laughs> but anyway, here's a funny picture. I don't have any idea. <laughs> that represents my happiness or anger. <laughs> so let's continue on with what Marcus had to say because the I thought these were really great too, Patty. Yeah, so another thing he talks about is um, kind of displaying confidence. Um, so you can build up your team's confidence in what they can do by, uh, let me give you an example of something that I've done with our team. Okay. Or that I shouldn't say I've done. But one of the things that we've always not really thought much about is delivering some of our instructor-led training in any kind of online format. And I think throughout this week, we've talked about that more and more. Mm-hmm. And I, I think even at the beginning of the week, we there were things that we thought, oh no, we can we not do that. Like we don't have the, I, we, I, nobody said out loud, we don't have the confidence to do that. But it was this feeling of how would we ever be able to do that? That's not going to work, you know? And, and so, but even throughout this week, I think we've, we've, built up that confidence so that we know in using different tools and knowing that we can think about delivering training in a different way and knowing that we can do it. So just kind of being that, that leader or that person on your team, if you, even if you're not the leader of a team, but you're a team member, just building that confidence up in, in each other so that we know that we can do things differently um, and probably even better. And so that's uh, another thing that he talks about. And it's interesting that, you know, we're talking about having confidence, but it's it's the confidence to look at things in a different light and be more creative. And when, yeah. when circumstances change out of what they normally would be, when they're out of what you mm-hmm. can usually control, you can get a little bit more creative with how you approach yeah situations that normally you don't even think about and you can find new ways of doing things that are even better and are better even without special circumstances there are a few things that we're thinking about with the project about how we can do you know engagement with some of our stakeholders and get people's feedback and help them understand what's going on with the project even though we're not on grounds and they're cool, interesting things that we wouldn't have maybe thought of if it hadn't been for coronavirus. But they're things yeah. that even hopefully when we get back on grounds, we can still use them because they're great. Right. Exactly. I think that's a really good point. 
Um, and he really does talk about instilling confidence in your team or in each other by reminding each other of what we do have control over. Um, because right now you can feel like, ugh, everything's just collapsing around you and you don't have control over anything and other people are making decisions that impact you and, um, and so it can feel very overwhelming. Well, this whole situation is overwhelming. (laughs) Right. It so is. But, but just to remind yourself that you do have control over certain things. Um, you have control over how you're spending your spare time. You, you, um, you have, like, I think you mentioned this, you have control over how many times you wash your hands. You have control over if you go exercise today. Um, those are things that you have choices and that you can make those choices for yourself and have control over. So just remember that it's not, you haven't lost all that the ability to make those decisions. And you talked so, about what you had done with your team and how you've checked in with them and um, been more involved with them. That's a, another point that he made. Yeah, definitely to keep in touch. I mean, he talks, specific, he gives some specific, sorry, specific things about having daily meetings with your team. Um, so I, I did do that from day one. We've had daily meetings uh, um, and picked a time, we picked noon just because it was a time that most people didn't have other meetings and uh, where we check and we've checked in every day with each other. And even if we don't have an agenda, which we, we haven't had an agenda yet, um, we just check in. It's not about being therapists to each other, but just uh, check in like you would do with any colleague that you're concerned about. And so, um, so we do that. And then every day we've also done work. So it's like having a team meeting, but just a shortened version of it. And if you think Um, about what you would normally do when you're co-located together, you know, you just walk by somebody's cube and you check in and say hi. And you think about how (laughs) so much of how you interact with your team members is made up of those past you in the hallway coming out of a meeting that the other one's going into kind of interactions. You do have to keep that sort of thing up to keep those connections. Right. He, he also, it, which is something that I was realizing right away, too, and I, I do this regardless of uh, working from home or not, but having one-on-one mm-hmm. uh, meetings with your team members, if you're a team leader, making sure that you do that because uh, that one-on-one connection is really important. And I don't typically have them once a week, and I, I don't know if I... I probably will, though, have them once a week now, um, just because I think it's important to be able to maintain that connection. Because, like you said, think about if you're in the workplace, there's lots of opportunity for one-on-ones. They not they may not be structured, but a person, one of your colleagues that you you know work with comes by and chats with you. That's not that sort of opportunity is taken away from us in this environment. And so to be able to um, really connect and intentionally connect with each other, I think is really important. And at first, when you said that you were doing the weekly ones, I thought, oh, gosh, that's a lot. But then I think it's very smart because you or the or the daily ones, I think, is is what I was responding to. But you think of how many times 
you are able to solve a quick problem, ask a quick question in passing that you don't have that anymore. And it's easy, I think, when you're working away from your team to start feeling like, oh, I've either got to save this up or, you know, for a big meeting or I maybe this is something I should know and I shouldn't ask because it's not so casual anymore. It, those Yeah, Yeah, those opportunities for clarification might fall by the wayside without being intentional about it. So it's a smart idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it too. You're, you're, you don't. If you're in the office, you don't go a whole day without seeing your team. So it kind of just takes the place of that. And yeah, you have to set aside time on your calendar and set up the Zoom meeting or whatever you're going to use, and um, and then stop and do it. Stop and do it. So it's more, much more intentional and scheduled. But still, it's what we have to do to take the place of just seeing each other every day. Absolutely. So what else does he talk about? Also think about the fact that you don't have to commute, so you should have a little bit more time in your day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then another thing he talks about in this first um, video that he he put out was, which I really, really think is important for every team member, whether you're a manager or not, and that's find people that lift you up and make sure that you communicate with them often, um, at least once a week. And so um, make sure it's that person who makes you feel better, who kind of gives you, um, it's, it's your friend, your person that, you're, that you work with that you consider your friend or who supports you and helps you feel better about things. Find that person and make sure that you're communicating with that person at least once a week, if not more. Yeah, get on Skype and say hi to the people that you normally walk by and they always have something fun to talk about that you have in common. I was yeah. thinking about how every day when I walk into Carruthers Hall, I either talk to Carrie or Mara or Stacy. And we don't talk about really much that has to do with work, but yeah. we, we always chat and it always makes me feel great. And so checking in with them yeah. on Skype would be a great thing to do to feel connected yeah. and keep your energy up. Yeah. And then Another thing he um, he sort of ends the video with this is to use this experience to clarify your values, which I thought was really, really kind of deep. Yeah, we talked a lot about that, but, though, so this one was interesting. Yeah, and so to really think about what it is that you're going to take away from this experience that makes you really rethink how you, um, what your values are um, and what's important to you in life, what you stand for. Um, I just really thought that that was important to spend some time thinking about that. It is really important. And even though, especially for people who have other family members with them in the house and you feel the tension of balancing that with your work, you, it's just a new way of being and you can use the experience to prioritize the people in your life in a way maybe that you hadn't thought about before. Yeah. Until your four-year-old jumps in on the Zoom meeting, <laughs> like mine does. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, has that happened? <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that's his video, and I think you were going to link to it. Sure. Um, but if you... Uh, find it interesting at all he does um he's been doing a daily 
and most of them are longer. This one's only about six minutes or so, but um, he's been doing a longer one, um, and I find them very helpful. So you can always go to his uh, website, and I'll, I'll send that to you, Brandy, so you cool. can link it in the show notes, but um, and read more that he has and see see more of his videos and stuff. Yeah, and resources like that are really helpful right now because, you know, again, it's more about it's a different work environment and it is about staying connected, but also keeping yourself engaged and learning. And I think resources like yeah. this and you and I watched a couple of Instagram live videos related to um, things that we're interested in. <laughs> and yeah. and it's also time, I guess, because you have less commuting time and maybe less time in between meetings and that kind of thing then maybe you can prioritize some of those development type things that you've been putting off. You can read more blog articles. You can listen to more podcasts um, and check in with with things that you don't usually get a chance to spend much time with. Yeah. Silver linings. So now we're going to almost grind our gears and (laughs) go from big ideas, like keeping in touch with your values, to something a little bit more practical. And we've talked a lot about Zoom and how to keep engaged with your team and how to stay in communication with one another. So now we're going to take a little bit of a deep, sharp dive into practically how you do that. And Patty's team has put together some great telecommuting resources on the FOC site that I'll link to in the show notes. But I thought we could just talk a little bit about what kind of stuff you all have compiled here and how it might be helpful. So uh, we have some Zoom resources and um, some resources on Teams. And not that you couldn't find this information out um, on, like, you can find it on Microsoft's website or on Zoom's website. They They also have some really good resources about how to use their tools and things. But, um... We have created, and specifically a couple of our trainers, um, Erica and Danielle, put together the Zoom and the um, Office 365 Teams resources. And then Linda Leshowitz um, put together some other helpful resources. And so you'll see all of those linked there. And these are just really practical. And the reason why they're... probably better than the ones that you'll find on Zoom or on Teams, is that they've tailored them to be UVA-specific. And so some of the things, so if we, if, if we have listeners who are of outside course of UVA, we do. You, still, you could still find them helpful. They, of course we do, yeah. yeah. Um, you still find, could find them helpful, but they do have some of the things about how to find the, how to log in and that kind of thing, which may be different for, yes. your, um, for your work. So... Um, but we just put together the list of what we thought was the most helpful um, tips. And so we have scheduling a Zoom meeting, um, using your computer app or using your web browser, uh, creating an on-demand meeting, uh, creating a recurring meeting, and then a training reference guide that actually is just from Zoom that we've linked there. And then on 365, uh, we have creating and managing a team, creating and using channels, um, using Teams chat, and hosting meetings in, to- in Teams, which is an alternative that you can use um, to Zoom. 
And so just just a couple things about teams I thought I would throw out there if you are a novice at teams. One thing that I have loved about teams for a long time, but even more so now that I don't have many other options to communicate with people, is that when Uh you're using Teams chat, you don't lose track of those conversations that you would have in the hallway you know, where somebody says, oh, hey, can you, you email me that? There's always a record of what they asked for, what you agreed to, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, so if you're... That's a good thing, Brandy. <laughs> well, if you're like me and you can't remember what somebody said by the time you get back to your seat, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a good thing. Um, I go back and I'm like, I know we talked about this. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> but we do remember there is a record of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, true. Yeah. It... Keep in mind when you might want to text. (laughs) Right, right. And also, Um, I love on Zoom, too, that you can record the conversations. Yeah. So that's a good thing as well. And then in other helpful resources we put together, um, it's a LinkedIn learning learning path, Mm -hmm. a curated learning path um, called Remote Working, Setting Yourself and Your Team teams up for success Ooh, that and so really that good. includes a bunch of different courses it's like something like 13 hours of oh, training wow. um doing using different tools and also like time management um productivity tips those kinds of things um so that's another helpful link out there to to do to use awesome. to uh, yeah. yeah, these so are really great. Use so, as a resource. Great resources. Yeah. Thank you for putting those together. And we'll, like I said, we'll link those in the show notes. Um, similar to the um, outreach and training team, the communication team put together a little bit of information about best practices in communicating during our remote time. Um, and some of those are things like we've already talked about. You know, things like one-on-one communication and all that sort of thing. Uh-huh. I'm going to link to these. Um, they should be on the UVA Finance blog. So I'll, I'll put those in the show notes so that you can see these. But basically, um, the kind of things that we're talking about that would make communication better, more smooth, um, work out better for everyone, are things like setting expectations with your team on things like when they're available, what a normal work day is, um, what they used to be available for, the, the time that they were used to work may not be the same as it was because they may be caring for children or family members. Um, I know that every day at 1 o'clock I'm going to have to break for about 15 minutes to get somebody down for a nap. <laughs> so there, there are some things that definitely will change, so set those expectations. And then, Patty, like you said, the, the one-on-one meetings are even more important now, and you have to use those to your advantage and maybe be more prepared for them than you normally might be. Yeah. And yeah. also... It's the time in yeah. a good way. Like, don't, don't be... Make sure that you have... That you're not just wasting people's time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, speaking of those individuals like that, too, considering individual preferences, because... For some of, you know, there's, they're going to be Zoom meetings and all of us are going to be uncomfortable at some point with, at least I I think we will be uncomfortable. I am certainly uncomfortable with the video aspect of Zoom. 
um, for the longest uh-huh. time until Melody basically said, we need to use video. Um, I was the person that was just the black square because <laughs> I don't like to see myself. But um, as much as you can, thinking about individual preferences, um, the way that your team members like to be communicated with, you may have some that phone calls work better for or text is great. Um, and then at the same time, striving to be concise because you've got um, more of the print stuff happening. You're sending more emails, you're doing more chats and things. So you don't have as much, uh, people don't have as much tolerance for you to not know what you're talking about or not get to the point quickly. Yeah. And I think we're going to do another podcast specifically about that, aren't we? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Effective communication, especially like an email and things like that. Yep. And so on to that, just a little bit, just thinking, we're not going to go into this in huge detail, but just thinking about the right channel at the right time. Um, I think we default a lot to email and we might default a lot to Zoom if we're in on this a little bit more. We think we have to set up a Zoom call for everything. Um, Finding the right channel for what you have to say and what works for your team is important. Um, And also keeping in mind that there are things that we haven't ever had to consider before in terms of how we work with one another in this situation in particular. I mean, all the other things we've talked about so far have been mostly just any any type of remote work situation. You know, there's just etiquette yeah. for wor- remote working that people have to think about. But this is not just remote work. We're kind of we're quarantined. <laughs> Um, there's, there's a threat and people are stressed and you maybe can't Mm -hmm. get toilet paper. So just (laughs) being humane with one another and keeping in mind that people are under some stress and that we can either alleviate that a little bit or add to it by the way that we work with people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you yeah. know, the, another thing I think about when you're working remotely is that you're often working in channels where context is less apparent. So where mm-hmm. people's body language and their tone of voice is not there to guide you on how they're talking about things. So mm-hmm. you have to be a little bit more careful about that when you're communicating remotely. Yeah. Yeah, I think we definitely have. Um, I think we should go back maybe and do a little bit more on the communication stuff maybe another time. Yeah, um, I think so too. We'll keep an eye on Marcus Buckingham to see if he does some more good things that we might want to share with the the team. But um, for you out there in the listening audience, in our unique situation now, if you think of things that might be helpful to know or to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. You can email Patty or myself directly, or you can Skype us, or you can text us, or you can tweet us. There's so many ways you can get a hold of us. You, you just can't get within six feet of us. Do not get in my personal space with your ideas. <laughs> so for now, that's all we have for Finance Matters. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, do be in touch because we want to stay connected with one another, even though we are spending a lot of time within the same four walls. Take care out there. Stay safe. Okay, that's all.